This episode is brought to you by your art supplies. Use them. No, really, use them. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Lex Files. And uh, tonight is going to be another impromptu podcast. So if I sound a bit uh, rambly or if I... If I just shift between different topics, uh, I hope you can forgive me. I will try to make this as comprehensible as possible for, uh, for my listeners. Speaking of which, thank you very much to everyone that's been listening, to the people that have been uh, liking and sharing my, uh, my podcast. It's, it's a start. I know that it's going to be quite an uphill climb, seeing as um, there's a lot to learn and uh, a whole lot more to talk about. But thank you for being here. I appreciate your... I appreciate you. For tonight, I would like to discuss the, um, the topic of dilettantism, or basically the idea of just trying something out, particularly in the world of art. Dilettantism is, uh, is a phenomenon that, uh, that's been happening or that's been occurring for decades, if not centuries. People are interested in a particular craft or a particular skill, usually in the arts, and they basically just try out painting, drawing, singing, acting, dancing for a few days or maybe a few a few weeks, maybe even a few months, and then they eventually just... Um, decide that it's not really for them. I know that that's not a clear or distinct or even perfect description of dilettantism, and I might even be using a using an inappropriate word for it, but um, it's, uh, it's a topic that I'd like to discuss with you, particularly the young artist or the new artist. When you decided to become an artist, to take up calligraphy or sculpture or still life painting, whatever whatever medium or or subject that uh, subject it is, when you decided to become an artist, did you really think about all the potential challenges and risks that comes naturally with going into art. It might sound a bit scary, but I've encountered dozens of people who come to me seeking help or wisdom or or an answer for their conundrum because they come into art and they... They buy their supplies, they, they, uh, they study all of these lessons online, on YouTube, on Facebook, 
where they go into these workshops. And most of the people that come to me complaining about their art journey are telling me that they... Well, they basically don't get the results that they want after a few lessons or a few workshops. And that's, uh, that's a common occurrence, even with parents who ask me about my lessons. And um, it's a bit painful to witness these people giving their money, giving their time, making what, I, what I'd like to believe is a genuine effort in learning the craft or in, in introducing themselves to the world of art. And then they realize in the end that, hey, I'm not getting the results I want. How many workshops do I have to take? How many YouTube videos do I have to watch? How many practice sheets do I have to crumple up and throw into the trash bin? By the way, don't do that. Keep all of your practice sheets. Um, I realize that people are people are changing. Attitude of uh, attitudes toward art is constantly changing, and we can't we can't really wait that long for results to show up. We want. Um, we want something to happen now when we go into these uh, art exhibitions, to these art summits, when we join these groups, it, it creates a certain level of expectation. And unfortunately, that is the the result of dilettantism. You're coming into something, you're trying it out, you're hoping to get results immediately, but you don't realize that the people teaching you have devoted many years of their lives to practicing, studying, honing, and perfecting their craft and to being challenged with, um, with their medium or even with their ideas when it comes to art. This is a problem that many young and new artists face because they believe that if they've watched enough videos, they'll be as good as the people making those videos. That's unfortunately not the case. It's rare uh, to find a newcomer in art who has the, uh, the alacrity and mental fortitude required to create such stunning pieces of work in a few years time. I must admit myself to be a a man of skill, not of talent. I don't consider myself naturally artistic. I had to learn this. I had to start from the very beginning. I mean, I, I like to draw, I like to paint. I've, I've always thought that drawing and painting was an amazing pastime when I was a kid. But eventually, as I grew older, I realized that if I wanted to reach these, these particular goals, I couldn't tap into this secret, hidden 
wellspring of knowledge and and um, and intellectual fire that would turn me into a great artist or even a competent one. I had to gain that competence through years of of practice, and that's the that's the fact that most dilettantes, most young artists, can't seem to accept. Even parents, unfortunately, um, I had I, I I have a friend. Her name is Jeanette, and she told me a just a, a quick horror story um, just a couple of weeks ago when she was still still in an art school. She was teaching. Um, a parent comes up to her and basically asks, you know, the the requisite questions: how much, how long, how many. How often, blah blah blah, and then one of the questions was, "So magiging amor solo ba yung estudiante yung yung anak ko pagkatapos nitong session nato or nitong uh, nitong curriculum nato?" Parent literally asked the art teacher, "So will my will my child become?" A great artist. After you teach him, alas, as much as I would like to give a definite yes to such a to such a bold and brazen question, I can't. As an art teacher, I can only give the tools. I can only provide the uh, the required knowledge and and. Uh, Potential inspiration or sources of learning, and even then, what I know isn't everything that the student can know. I am still learning myself, and uh, when I discover incredible techniques or, or, or uh, uh, inspirational people, I will share that knowledge with uh, with the ones that I'm uh, the, the ones that I'm teaching, and it takes time. Time enough for for failure and time enough for success, and time enough to question whether or not this is the right thing to do. If you come into art or any 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 skill or craft for that matter, whether it's uh, whether it's wood carving, carpentry, cooking, or pretty much podcasting through blog writing when you come into a craft expecting great and immediate results because you were taught by a master then you have absolutely no idea how the master got there and you have dare i say very little respect for the craft that you are trying to learn or you're trying to trying to understand when you buy all of these art supplies thinking that oh if i buy the really expensive ones the the, the very famous brands oh oh boy somebody's trying to start a car there you go i hope this doesn't uh, ruin your listening experience i'm recording from outside of the uh 
the house I'm in. Where was I? Oh, yes. <clears throat> when you buy these art supplies, and when you pay for expensive lessons, it's not a guarantee that you will be a great artist. It's not a guarantee that you will become the next big thing in the art world or in, the th in, in, in theater or in music. You've got to understand that when you go into classes or when you take lessons from someone like me or from somebody who genuinely cares about teaching and, and passing down knowledge, we are yeah, cars passing by. Just a minute. We are only imparting knowledge. We are imparting skills, yes. Potential ability, yes. Aptitude, maybe. But it's still going to be a very personal journey. What do you do after you leave the, the, the session? What do you do after your workshops? Do you go back to watching videos? Do you go back to spending hours and hours online not practicing your art? You spend thousands of pesos buying even more stuff that you can't use properly because you don't know how to use them? Or do you go into these groups on, on Facebook or on YouTube or, or wherever, Instagram, doesn't matter. Do you go into these groups and just salivate over other people's finished work? I know this is a tough lesson to hear. I know that this is a very tough message to digest, but when you spend more time thinking, oh, I should be doing that, instead of actually doing that, or trying to do that, then you're a dilettante. When you spend more money on buying art supplies and not using them, instead of spending time on using the art supplies, cheap, they may, cheap though they may be, but you already have them, then you are a dilettante. The art world is a finite, definite realm of possibility. There are good artists, there are bad artists, there are masters, there are apprentices, there are experts and professionals, and there are amateurs and, uh, and dilettantes. And what separates them? Many factors, but in, uh, in brief, what separates the good from the bad, or the, the skilled from the ignorant, is that passionate desire to do, and the willingness to fall and make a mistake and learn from that. I am speaking from experience, I am speaking from position of tremendous failure and disappointment 
even now, as I as I speak to you, I I have many fears and doubts about the worth of what I do. I try to be as confident as I am in my work and in myself as an artist, but every day I have to convince myself first that I am good before I can convince other people that I am good or that my work is good. And that is that is a battle that everyone must face when they're when they're faced with a with a crossroads or with a with a giant obstruction in their path and an, an obstacle of intellect and, and emotion there will be days when your your yield will not satisfy you a farmer that a farmer can work the same 16 hours every day for the next three months and not get the same result working the same 16 hours a day in the next three months seasons will change and, and your your practices your, your your practice pieces will not always be satisfying they are not going to be instagram worthy or or uh, worth a snapchat not all the time these are these are unfortunate circumstances that will occur the more art you do but there is hope in that because the more art you do the higher the possibility that you can create something good and the more you learn the more you remember how you do something the more you gain skill and discipline then perhaps you can become you know you can be capable of creating better results How many times do you practice? How many times do you practice good habits in your art? How many How many pieces do you make in a day, in a week, in a month, in a year's time? If you make one artwork per week and you make you know and and, and 10 weeks go by 1 in 10 could be great 9 could be crap but if you make 2 3 4 art pieces per week and 10 weeks go by and you can have 20 30 40 pieces maybe 5 of them will be good 6 will be good 7 will be good and the rest will be crap or the rest will be decent yes it seems daunting and yes it, it, that's that's not the whole story you still need to learn your your techniques you still need to learn a lot about your supplies you know your tools how to use a pencil how to use a brush how to do wet on wet how to do how to use impasto what have you it's it's all going to be factored in but in the end you know as you're listening to me are you deciding to be more dedicated are you deciding on 
more focused in your art? Are you thinking about, hey, maybe I should get some lessons with Lex. That would be nice. What do you want to do? Do you want to be an artist who can make good art, be happy with their work? Or do you want to keep being envious of other people? Or just thirsting over... Uh, expensive brands that your idols are constantly using it's not what makes them great yes it's nice it makes things a little bit easier but think of it this way it, it might be an incomplete or a, an oversimplified analogy but why would you buy yourself a Ferrari if you don't even know how to drive an ordinary car Why would you get yourself um, an expensive set of paints if you're terrified of using even the cheapest art materials you have at home? You have to make a decision. Are you just a dilettante? Are you just trying this out for the summer break? Do you just want to be a Sunday painter? If, if that's what you want, that's fine by me. If you can afford it, sure, go ahead. Paint on a Sunday. I mean, Winston Churchill was, a, was, a, was an ordinary painter. He painted landscapes, and he wasn't known for his paintings. Angre was not known for, for his violin playing, but he was... He was a fairly competent violin player. Most of uh, most of my old friends know that I'm in theater. That I'm a that I'm a voice actor. I'm a I'm a I'm a performer. And some of the new friends I know now didn't realize that I came from theater. But I took I took a stand. I made a decision. This is my art now. This is my craft. This is what I will become a master of. Or die trying. Again, if you want to relax, if you want to be happy with the artwork that you're doing, then be happy with the artwork that you're doing. Enough of the, the fear of making mistakes. Because you will make them. Sorry, Bob Ross, but... Um, that was tackled in a completely different topic a couple of uh, episodes ago. But uh, but uh, I'm sure he knows. I'm sure he knows what I mean. If you really want to be happy with your art, then you've got to decide on how happy you want to be and what will make you happy with your art. If you're okay with your, your your floral watercolors, good. Be okay with it. That's fine. If you're okay with your Bible verses and your typewriter font calligraphy, good. Keep it up. If you're okay with your cross-stitching, 
little beanie hats for your dogs, and that's fine. But be okay. Be happy with it. Be thankful that you can do it. If you are interested, though, <laughs> cross promotion. If you are interested in taking some lessons with me, we can talk. We can have a we can have a, a trial session, still paid, of course. We can have a trial session, one lesson. Let's see if you like the way I teach. Let's see if what you're looking for is something that I can give you. Or, you know, we can we can try to look for the right people for you. But the idea is, if you want to be good at something, you've first got to be bad at it, and you got to accept that. You don't have to buy a lot of art supplies to be good. You don't have to buy more just to be more. You don't have to have more just to do more. The idea is simple, but difficult. Keep doing. Keep doing. Keep doing. Keep doing. Rest if you have to. Learn when you can. Ask if you must. Most of all, do, do, do. Practice your good habits and do. Okay. Can you promise me that? Good. I hope to see you around.、Um, if you liked this podcast, please.、Um, I don't know. I I I I still don't know how to how you do this. Do you give give an applause or just just do the thing and share it with your friends? Maybe somebody who needs to hear this. And、uh, just keep. Making good art. Hashtag Have you arted today? All right. I'll see you in the next one. This is the Lex Files signing off. Good night.